Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And on today's podcast, I have my good friend, D-Saw, dominant, living the life 24-7. And so my podcast title today is going to be How to Live a Lifestyle 24-7. And we already had a conversation about this, but the audio was all jacked up. And I mean, it was like an hour or some change. We had a really great conversation. So we're going to try to recap some of that conversation today. Um, we did just talk about a play party we saw, which we both really liked online with Dr. Lori Bisbee. Mr. Desaw, can you please tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in the lifestyle, and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's going on, man? Um, <clears throat> so, Wow. Um, I've been in this lifestyle now going on about five years. Um, my current wife slash sub, she's my, uh, she was actually my, my first real, um, DS relationship. Um, now the thing with her and I, we first off started long distance. Um, we were about two hours away from each other. So we would get together every weekend. Um, I drive to her. And we, you know, kick it every weekend. Um, but now, since then, we have, you know, gotten married, and we're still living a lifestyle twenty four seven with two teenage kids. So um, it does get tough sometimes, and and trying to live the di- dynamic um, with having kids in the house. So um, yeah, so yeah, we can talk about that, man, and and hopefully I can have some good advice and go from there. Right. And so I know a lot of people uh, that listen to podcasts or or go to other pages that's in the lifestyle or love the lifestyle or would love to really be in it. Some of the hesitation is their family and then their kids and like, how do they get to live a life? And so a lot of it is self-sacrificial. Like you're not going to be able to walk around with um, a collar on all the time or latex gloves and, you know, and all the latex outfits and all that, or even do some of the uh, physical things that you would like to do if you were just uh-huh. living alone with your partner. So on the last one, we discussed those things that you can do. And one of the things that we discussed was, okay, and you have two young ladies in your house. Right. So what we discussed on the last one was how... You having your wife in line with you in certain thing helps get them in line. And it doesn't necessarily have to look like um, lifestyle stuff because this is just regular stuff with you and your partner, whether your kids would be in your life, well, not in your life, but if they were living with you or not, this is what mm-hmm. y'all would do. But there are some very, let's say, vanilla things that cross over into the kink lifestyle and in the and a power exchange lifestyle that that translate. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And, and so what are what are a couple of things that 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 you found that work work well for you? Um so yeah, yeah, like you said, uh, having having two daughters in the house, man, it 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 definitely is a struggle. Um and at the beginning, um I definitely struggled with trying to uh find a happy medium. Um, and at one point, uh, when we first, when I first got custody of my girls and they were living with us 24 seven, um, at one point I was like, screw it. I'm just, I'm done. Um, I'm just going to be, you know, husband and wife, but you know, I, I can't live. That's not me. That's not who I am. Right. Right. So, um, we had to, I think you and I spoke about this last time. I had to try to come up with rules for my wife and my, my sub that could also apply to my kids. Uh, just to co- just to continue with that structure that my my sub needs, uh, the discipline and all that, <clears throat> um, it kind of had to take a back seat as far as uh, 
like playtime is a big struggle um, because, you know, they're here all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you know, playtime can be pretty noisy and stuff like that. So, yes. you know, they're going to have questions. But mm-hmm. I mean, even down to the type of collar that she wears, um, I had to get creative with that, just something that's discreet. But um, she and I know what it is, right? So, I try to keep her in day collars. Uh, something that's not really noticeable. Um, and also just as far as making sure they have chores uh, around the house, um, whether it be the kitchen, cleaning the bathroom, doing laundry, um, just different things like that to keep to maintain that structure. And um, I can also apply it to my daughters as well. Um, and just, yeah, man, just when we do have time to let loose and let go we take advantage of it uh we have to uh those come few and far between but as long as we maintain that structure um putting your phone away at a certain time having a certain bedtime um stuff like that i'm I'm a little bit lenient now on the bedtime um because it is during the summer kids are out of school stuff like that so um but i still try to maintain that structure um so yeah man it, it gets tough it gets tough um you have to get a little bit creative uh, when it comes to punishments, most of our punishments now take place in the bedroom. Um, just little small things, you know, writing lines, stuff like that. I uh, see hates writing lines, but that's my favorite. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, you just you just got to get creative with it, man. It's, it's, I mean, there's so many things that you can do and implement, but you just got to open your mind and, and get creative with it. One of the things that uh, that you could probably do in the bedroom that that another uh, dominant put me onto and is actually she's a dom um, was making them stand on their tippy toes, facing a wall, with their nose to the wall, holding a quarter yeah. up. Yeah, so I've seen like, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like small <laughs> stuff like that. That um that 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 we can implement, like you said, like you have you have teenage girls living in your house, so there's things that you can't openly, uh, you can't uh, just do spanking, or some other right. things that's going to be noisy. But then there's those little small punishments like that holding, uh, that that quarter to the wall or a dime or, you know, it's real funny. Um, some of the small discreet things that you can that you can do that uh, yeah i mean there's, there's plenty of things man it's you just have to get creative with it and um it has to be something that doesn't look out of the ordinary mm-hmm. i guess um and where you don't have your kids asking a whole lot of questions why this and why that so they just roll with it and we make it work that's good that's good how do you operate with your conversation your you know your your wording to her when you guys are together that's on a power exchange and but it's not too out there and let me just say this for the record i i have a 15 year old daughter and i think it's okay for them to see a power exchange dynamic because i would want my daughter to eventually have a man that's an alpha male dominant man that has all the nurturing and intelligence that I that I know dominant men to have. So, and I would want her to be able to fit in that dynamic real smoothly instead of fighting it, you know, fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. Like I see mm-hmm. so many women, they want a man that's a, a alpha male or a dominant man, but they're wholly fighting with for power. So I definitely would like my daughter to see it because if, if they see it, they grow up understanding that that's a natural fit for them and not something that's like, uh, I want a guy like that, but I feel like I got to fight right. I got to fight him over every little thing. So there's just certain exactly. things that, and I don't have a wife that I live with. So my daughter is, is is mostly around me well <laughs> but let me not say that she has a stepmother and her stepmother is in her life and i mean she's just god sent i gotta be honest and uh i mean we were never married i dated i dated her for a while and they just formed a really great relationship and it's been god sent but my daughter has been basically raised by me her whole life and so 
she's been around men. I own a shop, so she's been in the barber shop. Now, of course, in my in my shop, it's a mature environment. So when there's girls right. or women around, we curtail our conversation. But she's still able to see grown, functioning alpha male men, very successful and very um, healthy wise when it comes to relationships. We go over their houses. They have family, so she gets the gamut. Mm-hmm. But I want her to see how to work with these strong, you know, strong personality type men because a lot of right. women are are headbutting with men right now, and um, yeah, very we, much so. Very much so, and we just have to. We all have to learn how to, in this society, uh, live with one another uh, with the nuances as far as women being more empowered and all these, you know, different things. Right. Um, you know what, man, and and I say this because, like you just saying, my my daughters, they pick up on different things, right? Uh, different things that I've set in place for my sub wife. Um, like even, let's say we if we're like at Walmart or something like that, I have my I have my wife. She walks to my left, mm-hmm. slightly behind me. My daughters do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. They pick up on that. I don't have to say anything. Whenever we're crossing the street, I'm the one that's closest to traffic, mm-hmm. right? So they all go to whatever side they need to be on. Um, just like they pick up on simple things like that. And uh, and I got to commend my, my, my wife, my sub. She, she is always reiterating that I'm the decision maker, right? So everything, whenever it comes to something, I say, if I say, I don't know, she said, well, I don't know either. You're the decision maker. So she's always you know, throwing that out, making sure they hear that. Um, even opening doors. Mm-hmm. When we're all together, I open all three of their doors. I close their doors. I hold the doors for them. So it's just little subtle things that I do that my wife and I, my sub and I know what's going on, but they don't. But they have automatically picked up on that after after a while and seeing it. So I'm in a good way. It's a good thing because they're picking up on how they should be treated as well when it comes to a point to where they're looking for a mate or whatever the case may be, they, hey, this guy don't open the door like my, my dad did. So, hey, I don't like that. <laughs> so it's definitely things that they picked up on. Um, as far as my wording, um, I try to keep it just normal conversation. Um, every now and again, I try to throw in stuff that only my sub and I will know that we're talking about, um, like DS, for instance, or consent or, you know, NMK, stuff like that. Just little simple things that we know, but they don't know. Just that we can throw out in normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, that we know that it'll go over their head. They won't look into it or anything like that. Um, we just try to, it's, it's, it's a got to find that balance where you can be true to your lifestyle and who you are, but also you got to find that balance where you're not giving your kids too much information or showing them too much. Um, but just the things that they can apply to themselves, mm-hmm. uh, say if they, when they get older, they don't want to be in this lifestyle, they don't choose this lifestyle, mm-hmm. but they still have some, some foundation of how they should be treated, uh, when they, when it comes time to them to venture out and find a mate and stuff like that. So, um, it's just, I'm just trying to in, just instill good character in them, let them know they, how, how they should be treated. Um, and when it comes to you know different things that they should be looking for, I try to make sure that I, I do those things um, just so that they'll know and 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 they'll pick up on it. Uh, you know, I always reference you, you said something about how your wife also transfers certain certain things down to your daughters and uh-huh. one of the things and and a book written by Shaharzad Ali, uh, out, uh, a Muslim sister out of out of uh, Philadelphia years ago at the end of the eighties, wrote a book titled "The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman," and I, this book in particular, yes, written for uh, people of color, I think can be used for everybody in today's world because it really talks about the more less feminine woman. And uh-huh. and one of the things she said in the book is like, uh, she said, listen, you have to really be 
uh, one with your woman in a way that that your message is being transferred through from you to her to the children. She said, for example, if you have the, if you have the kind of woman, she like a woman can undermine you with your with your kids, you know, with that like saying like, oh, don't listen to your dad, whatever. Don't listen to what mm-hmm. he says. And, and we've seen these kind of situations. You know, when you have a woman that takes what you're giving and, and understands and cherishes that and loves you, she transfers that onto your kids. And, and because the woman is the nurturer of the family. And so right, if, right. if you don't have the nurturer on, on board with you, then all she's going to do is undermine you and the whole household. And so, right. and that's when you get to the, the button heads and stuff like heads. that. So, exactly. yeah. And another thing that she said, and, and a lot of my listeners have heard this before, she also said, women seek men for protection. Mm-hmm. The, the first person she wants to be protected from is herself. Right. And a yeah. lot, and I know, I know that makes a lot of them say, mm, huh? Mm. But, <laughs> right? But in the end, Women without, uh, and it's funny because uh, a pimp guy, well, I think pimping Ken said, if they don't get any instruction, they hit it for destruction. And right. what happens is if a woman doesn't have a man that's an anchor to mm-hmm. her life, sometimes women can lose discipline and they'll make, they can go make money and, and go spend all their money on things to try to make themselves happy or They'll end up in relationship after relationship with, you know, toxic after toxic after toxic. So these are things that men help quell is we we center, we we give women centering. You know, right. we're, we're, we're that shelter from the storm, but she has to believe in you. She has to believe in what you say, because if she doesn't, not only will she not be on board with you, but she'll undermine your whole household. And I think one of the blessed things in your situation is your wife isn't the uh, isn't the mother of your children, but they love her like they like she's their mother, and right. that and, right. and that and that is special. And I see that with my daughter, with her stepmother, who we call her stepmother now, but she calls her mom, and she's more of a mom than her her biological mother is. And it's just a beautiful relationship. And the message that I have is the message that the stepmother also transfers to my daughter. And actually, she's made my daughter realize a lot of good things that she's been getting that she couldn't see through the pain of what her mother has passed on to her from leaving her life. So I'm just saying, as in reference to that book, that yes, it's majorly important that we as men get women on board with us. And if she's not on board with us, then you have to make a different decision for who you want in your life because that can be detrimental to your the success of your life, your happiness and, and everything right. else. And and to piggyback off that, you said that they keep going from toxic relationship to toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. That's because they're not getting what they need. Yes. Right. They're not getting they're not getting that 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 foundation from their their guy or their mate, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> so it's basically just a lot of blowing smoke, basically, because it's in one ear out the other, because she knows that you can say A, B or C, but you're going to do X, Y, Z. If you say A, B and C, you got to do A, B and C. C right. Yes. So and she is not going to release or submit to that because she knows that she cannot depend on you at all yes no matter if it's a crisis no matter what the situation is she knows she can't depend on you so she is not going to submit to you mm-hmm. so that that's going to in itself cause you and her to headbutt and it's going to cause so many issues it's going to be a toxic relationship and just go your separate ways yes. because it's, it's not going to it's not going to work right so you got to have someone that says they're going to do one thing and they're going to do that thing that they said they're going to do Yes. Because if not, then it's just it's just a destruction. It's not gonna it's not gonna lead to anything. So finding that balance of <clears throat> of where you know you have someone you can depend on, and 
as a man, you got to be that person, right? Yes. You got to be a man of your word, no matter what the situation is. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Um, if you can't do it for whatever reason, let own whoever up. it is you think. Yeah, own up to it. Own up to right? it. And, and that goes a long way. That speaks a lot of, uh, speaks volumes as far as you being a man of your word, doing what you mm-hmm. say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to have that in uh, any kind of relationship, whether it's DS, whatever, you got to have that foundation. I think a lot more about a person's character can be learned through faults and failures and being able to own up to them than, right. than, than when you always hitting the, hitting the mark, you know? Um, I, I, it's okay if you make a mistake and just own it. You know, I think people appreciate honesty. Um, even though, you know, I, I definitely think people appreciate honesty and you can make them appreciate honesty. Um, mm-hmm. And I also want to uh, say that a lot of women have a hard time submitting, 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 submitting. And I know it's a trigger word for women right now because mm-hmm. because submission to a lot of them seems like it sounds like weakness. And so mm-hmm. especially for insertive types, women who call themselves alpha females. But for me. I'm okay with however you want to be outside the house. And you don't have to be a submissive woman. Let me say that. It's just that if you're going to deal with me, you have to know how to surrender. Right. Surrender. There is a difference. Surrender control. Surrender having to having to be the lead in any way. Like with far as I'm concerned, you know, our interactions can be totally cool. I give space for assertiveness. I give space for, you know, um, for for a lot of different things in certain situations. You know, so I'm cool if a woman isn't a submissive. Submissive women are more like beta women. Um, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's just who they are, period. They're going to be like that right. with, with you or with another man. Whether the right man or wrong man, they're going to be a submissive woman. But for the more assertive women, insertive women, for the more alpha male women, for dominant men, we don't care about all that. All we want to know is when you're with us, that you can surrender all that and just be cool. Because what a lot of men want, especially over 40, we don't want a whole lot of arguing and rips and all that. We want peace. And we peace. will do exactly whatever it takes to get the peace. We will negotiate to peace. But you can't <laughs> go destroying peace because you feel as though you got to put your hand on the steering wheel. No, don't put your hand on the steering wheel. Sit over there right. and be cool. You want to play with the radio? All right, do that. But you can't grab the steering wheel. That it does not, right. That's not why you're here. Uh-huh. And so for a lot of women, they have to understand, men understand that you're an insertive woman, you're alpha, alpha female, but what we care about is surrender. Submissive right. women who are more beta females, we love y'all too, because they are already, that's like, that's like a pre-cooked meal. You know, you pick, exactly. you just, exactly. it, you know, it's one of those things, just add water and pour, just, just add water, you're good. I understand <laughs> You know, and we understand that. You know, so we're not mad at anybody. Uh, I'm, I'm not for confrontation. You can be however you want to be. Trust me, I'm not going to be the person I am at work in my relationship. You right. don't, you don't right. want, you don't want that aggressive, uh, trash talking, over testosterone guy. You know. You don't you don't want the guy that's in that male environment. I need right. I need a woman in my life to bring her femininity to soften to soft to soften that razor's edge for me. I need you to buffer me out a little bit. I need to know that you're gonna bring me down, make me relax, and then whatever you want, you can have within my means. Right. And and especially now than like say the last I don't know, 15 years or so, you have more women that are in a position of authority outside yes. of work, whether it be in the workplace or whatever the case may be. Yes. So, and it's hard for those women to submit or surrender. 
outside of the workplace because that's the mindset that they have now. They're in a position of authority, so they have to be in charge, right? Mm -hmm. So for them to let that go when they leave that nine to five or whatever the case may be, and when they get home, it's hard for them. It's hard for them. So that goes back to the man that you're with. You know you can depend on that man. Yes. So you should you you won't have a problem letting that go when you step through the door at home, yes. right? So <clears throat> it's just like the last 10, 15 years, man, it, it's women are in authority. You have women in charge, Yes. more women in charge. Yes. So it's hard for them to let that power go. Yes. Um, but that's where, you know, the power exchange got to come in. And she knows that when she gets home, she can let go and release. And that's what we have to be as men, especially in a, in a DS relationship, um, we have to be that they have to be able to turn their mind off when they come through the door at home and if you don't have that back to button heads again and this is back to family and back to us being dominant men alpha males raising young girls because Uh women teach girls how to be how to grow to be young women how to grow to be women even how to be in relationships with men Men teach what it looks like a man that cares and nurtures for a family. But I ultimately know that one of our daughters or our daughters will be in a position, may one day be in a position of authority. Uh-huh. They may be the assert, the insertive woman, the, the alpha female, but I want her to recognize naturally that when she has right. that dominant man, that she's all that when she goes outside, but when she comes home, she brings that down. She lays she down. lays that down and everybody is, is good. They working together right. to make their life going forward. But there's none of this mm-hmm. challenge. Challenge, challenge, challenge. You know. Right. Right. Like, like I said, right. my, my, gra- my grandfather always said, do not argue. Now this is what men need to understand, because there's a lot of uh-huh. there's been a I'm I'm going to just create some words. A alpha alphaization of women, and there's been a <laughs> feminization of men. And uh-huh. so, right? My grandfather always said, as a man, you don't want to argue with women over every little thing. You want to argue with her what color the walls, what color the floors, what color is this, or or this and that, or what's being cooked, this and that. You men need to speak when they need to be heard. When you mm-hmm. say that this is what we're doing. She needs to know that, okay, you spoke on that in a way that is like, okay, this is what we're going to do. But if you're always negotiating on every little thing, then when those big things come up, when she needs to be in tow with you, she won't respect that decision because you've you've negotiated everything else. So why should she follow you you on this key point? Right. And And, and that comes to where us as men, we got to step up. Yes. You know, we got to, we have to make a decision and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if it comes to a point where you make a decision and it's not the best decision, then yeah, you, you, that's when you guys have a discussion. You don't have yes. to be arguing and, and fussing and fighting and all mm-hmm. that. Just have a, a discussion about it. Um, because after all, we're, we're only human, right? We're going to yes. make mistakes. We're going to make bad decisions. Yes. So being able to put the, the DS aside for a second and have that conversation, mm-hmm. right? Hey, this decision that you made, can you tell me why you made that decision? Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's discuss that. Yes. And then, but you got to also be willing to listen to why she is thinking what she's thinking. Yes. Then you can find a, a happy medium yes. and, and make a decision and, and keep it moving. So when you don't have that conflict. So for all the guys that's listening, there's a difference between a dominant man and a domineering man. And what you're speaking to is the difference between the two. See, a dominating man is going to say, "This is that's a decision I made. I don't have to explain that to you. This is what we're doing. We're going that way. Okay. Right. But, the, but the dominant man makes a decision. And if his sub uh, or his woman says, you know, well, why did you make that decision? He doesn't mind explaining himself. Because he understands why he's making that decision. He can explain it. But not only Uh that, but not only that, he's also 
able to listen, as you said, to his woman. And if she has a, and maybe she has an advantage point that you can't see. Maybe exactly. there, maybe there's a blind spot that you can't see that she can see because uh-huh. again, like I tell people about men and women, men are more left sided, men more, women are more right side brain. Men see everything separate and more focused. Women see the total picture. Right. So there might the picture, right. they see the big picture. So there's something there might be something in the scenario that you can't see because you're not thinking of the bigger picture. We're focused on. I'm trying to get here, but you're like, yo, mm-hmm. but did, do you see the pothole in the road? Do you, I don't think you see that pothole. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, you know what? I didn't see it. And so a dominant man doesn't mind standing corrected. It doesn't make you less of a man. It actually right. it actually makes you more powerful. Being able exactly. to accept criticism and accept advice. And even if you feel like you're not going to take it, if it goes bad, you own it and say, my bad. And go and right. go forward. Exactly. And and I think that's where we have a lot of issues in this lifestyle as far as dominant men are concerned. Mm-hmm. It is we have coming into this lifestyle that we have the misconception that what I say goes. Yes. What I say, what decision I make, that's the final decision. Right. But being able to be man enough and be a dominant enough mm-hmm. to take a step aside and be like, okay, she's obviously seeing something that I'm not seeing. So let's discuss that, right? Because like you said, men, we have tunnel vision. Once we once we realize where we want to go, straight line there, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We don't want to detour and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> we want to go straight from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But a female or a woman, she can see she can see everything. She has that peripheral vision. She yes. can see everything, right? Yes. So she may see something that may come out of left field that you don't pick up on. Yes. Right? So you got to be able to put your pride right because all men are taught pride right mm-hmm. you got to be able to put your pride aside mm-hmm. and listen yes it doesn't mean you're less than it doesn't mean that she's better mm-hmm. or she's smarter or anything like that mm-hmm. it's just hey we're just two adults trying to get to a point a certain decision mm-hmm. the best way possible with the least conflict and that's it and if you don't respect her voice if you don't respect her insight or her opinion then why are you with her Right. You know, if you just want somebody to boss around, then I, I guess. But if you really want a, a, a fruitful relationship and a woman who feels valued, and when a woman feels valued, she'll do. She'll give you the world. She'll, she'll give, give you, you the world. world. And so if you don't value her opinion, and they love, women love to communicate, they love to talk. If mm-hmm. you take that ability from them, it's like putting a bird in a cage. It doesn't sing the way it would sing if it's free to roam. And right. so you have to empower them to have a voice. Now, there's times where you don't really want to hear a woman talk because sometimes they can get a little little, a little wordy, a little talk. You know, you'd be like, are oh, you not yeah. really saying much? Right. I mean, of course, there are times. But when it comes to major things, there's a time where you there's things that you, you have to have an ear for. This is important to her. Let me listen. Uh-huh. Oh, this is just her blowing off steam about her job. Okay, I can listen to that a little bit, but I'm gonna listen for key words, key points. Or right, she might be telling exactly. you, she might be telling you something about her girlfriend, which is completely not relevant. But you just listen. But you, 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 you hear you, you, you're hearing her, but you're not listening. Yeah. But you gotta right. know the things to listen for. You gotta know them, mm-hmm. them, them, them key points. Like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. Look, Okay, so what so what happened there? Oh. But that's an art. Right. And that's part of the art of being a dominant. That's part of the art <clears throat> of mm-hmm. being a nurturer and a man that cares about his woman. And I think a lot of what right. you were saying, like that's not explained in a lifestyle enough. That a man truly has to get into his woman to understand who she is, wanna hear her talk, wanna hear respect her opinion. And if you really don't, if you really don't have any of those, if you lack in one of those areas, your relationship is not going to be as fruitful as it could be. Right, because you're, you're she's going to feel like she's not valued. Yes. And when it gets to that point, she's going to pull away. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything that you've tried to build with her, mm-hmm. it's gone. Like mm-hmm. you're pretty much back at square one. Mm-hmm. And, she, and when she loses that that confidence in you and that trust in you. 
just fighting a losing battle because it, it's hard, hard, hard. And trust me, I went through it. Mm-hmm. I went through it. And and, it, 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 and sometimes I still feel like I am still trying to build it back up. But we are, you know, we're at a great place now and things are good. Um, but, yeah, just trying to get to a point where you realize <clears throat> there are you can tell if, if you're really in tune with your woman, you can tell from the moment she walks in the door how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. You can tell just from her her presence, her aura. Like you can tell if she's had a good day, if she's had a bad day, if there's something that she needs to get off her mind. And and, and that's when you have to, that's when you're at a point where you're in tune with your woman, you know exactly what she's thinking, how she's feeling. And when it really gets to it, you know what you know what she needs. Yes. Um, sometimes she may just want to talk. It may not be something that you're interested in, but hey, just let her vent, right? And and sometimes we all need that. We all need that. Man, woman, dom, sub, whatever the case may be. Just dealing with everyday life. We all need times where we can just vent. You don't have to say a word. Just sit there and at least pretend you're listening. Yes. At least. Yes. Right? Right. Um, but if it's something that's that she needs to get off her chest that's bothering her. Give her your undivided attention. Talk to her about it. Put her mind at ease. Like my wife, my sub, she's she's a total overthinker, right? She's always thinking about something. Um, it can be how should I make these eggs, and she's going through thirty different ways of how to do that. So, um, when something important to her, she'll let me know, right? Um, I, I know I'm, I've been with her long enough, and I've studied her enough now that I know. Hey, this is important. I need to pay attention, right? I need to, you know, mute the TV. I need to, all right, let's go. Come on, let's go in the back room. We can talk. Um, so you got to get to that point where you know your your mate, right? And once you can do that, things will be a so so much easier, so much so much smoother. Um, make even making decisions will be so much smoother because you can pretty much pick up on where she's going, what she like, doesn't like. You know that, right? So it's going to be a point where you got to just get in tune with her. Um, and then again, that'll also lead to her being able to submit or surrender, whatever the case may be, um, to you as well. So it, it's you got to got to put in the work, got to put in the work. And 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 that's where some of that is our tunnel vision. We have to see the bigger picture of what we want and the bigger picture just for you and for me as well, um, and maintaining this good friendship that I had with my daughter stepmother is uh, even I'm, I'm gonna share my own personal story. Even when I was going to date someone else, uh, and she was like, "Well, is she gonna still be in her life like that?" And I was like, "Yes, she's gonna be part of my daughter's life." And this is what comes with me um, because mm-hmm. her mother left. Now I already put a hole in our put a tour apart, and I was like, "This is a woman that's been in her life for a couple of years, and my daughter has a, a, an affection for and a love for, her, and I don't want to rip another woman out of her life because I'm already because right. her mother already put in her mind that I destroyed our family, even though she's the one that moved to a whole another country, so on and so forth. But so she already planted that seed in my daughter's mind. And the beautiful thing is my my great friendship with her stepmother, which is my which is a good friend of mine, um, and we dated for like a year or some change. But the best part about it is she makes my daughter understand that your dad didn't do that and the and the man that I am make help my daughter see right. that. So it's it's imperative that that these women who have our kids' hearts uh-huh. That we are in that we are, are in tune with them, and I give them. I will give her whatever she needs, whenever she needs it, if I can. Relationship wise, we're not very compatible, but we're we're really great friends, and so she runs a lacrosse league, and they have a um, they have a tournament coming up, and she was like, "Look, you know, we got this tournament coming up out of nowhere." that I just got invited to is like $2,000 to enter. I'm going to do a donation. You know, I'm going to try to raise some money for it, so on and so forth. But it's, it's one that a lot of college recruits are going to be. They're going to uh-huh. be there. So I was like, you know what? 
because you allowed me the freedom to be able to work and grind. And my daughter has been staying with her since the pandemic shut down. Um, you know, just living with her 24 seven. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put half of that up. I'm going to put a thousand dollars up to that. We're going to knock that off real quick and anything they need. Right. And I still see my daughter all the time. I still see her. We, you know, through the pandemic, we video with each other. I see her once a week. Yeah, yeah. We're starting to get back now that everything's opening up. Everybody, people are getting shots that we are getting together, having dinner all the time and stuff like that. But the beautiful part is, is the transformation of my daughter going from a hurt little girl to being, you know, a healthier young lady with a better perspective. And uh-huh. if I would have, if I would have just gotten that other relationship and told my daughter later for her, later for her, who her stepmother is now, that would have, cause she didn't get along with my girlfriend at that time. So that would have just been, <laughs> I, I would have had a whole cluster fuck on my hands, you know, but as a, but as a man being able to see the whole picture and wanting to do what's best for my daughter's health, you know, right. I made certain decisions and everybody, even my girlfriend at the time, she got on board with it. And, I'm not a guy that's going to let women come between one another. So I'll I, I kill anything that could be any contentious moments ever. So that was never a problem ever because I'm not having mm-hmm. it. And they all know, you know, there's an other side to, to, to ink that you don't want to cross over into. You know, I'm right. trying to I'm trying to keep it so everybody can be happy, everybody cool. Because my because my 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 uh, my nonsense is to a is to a minimum. So I'm trying to hold my mm-hmm. stuff in. So please don't get into nothing corny because I I can get real real crazy and, and mess this all up. So right right. So <laughs> <laughs> so t- to your point, it's important that you know your woman. And I had this conversation with a friend like, yo, you got to get inside your woman's mind. You got to know what's what's going on with her because of what you have on the line. You have your family in her hands. And so if you uh-huh. just let, if you one of them guys that's out of the house, going out drinking with your homies or not really being home, man, like I said before, that song, who's making love yeah. to your old lady while you were out <laughs> making love. The older people put all the songs, didn't they? They, oh, yeah, man. they let us know. While you out doing your thing, who's tending to your garden? Exactly. Cause, exactly. Cause that flower needs water, and she's going to mm-hmm. get water at some point. They're going at to sell. They're going to sell sacrifice. Trust right. me. Longer than a man may do, but mm-hmm. eventually, they need water, and they will seek it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and man, that sounds so much like my whole situation with my kids' mom and stuff like that. Um, because my kids' mom, they she. She just makes a lot of stupid decisions, um, you know. It, it, and, and having having my wife, myself now in their life, she has basically kept all of us together, right? Um, she has she accepted the kids as her own. Um, she, to be honest with you, man, I, she probably does more than I do, right? And I mean, I'm not not to make it seem like I don't do, but I'm just saying she her. It's like she's constantly about the girls, right? That's right. it. And and their mom, she to this day still tries to cause some issues here and there, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But she just she make a lot of stupid decisions, right? And if we didn't have my woman now in our life, man, mm-hmm. no telling where my kids would be, no telling where I would be. Um so she has basically she saved the three of us, really, nice. to be honest with you. And and to I owe her the world for that. So I, I have and you know, when we when her and I first got together, you know, I've never been a type to run the streets, go club and stand out all night and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I did back in my younger days, you yes. know, back in my twenties and yes, stuff like yes. that. But I did, you know, I did other stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um it came to the point where she almost left. Right. She was going back. She was going back home. And I had to take a step aside. And I was like, I had to do some self-evaluation. Right. Yes, sir. And number one, if I'm going to be the man that she needs, I'm headed down the wrong road. I'm not <laughs> going to accomplish that this way. You know right. what I'm saying? So I had to put my pride aside. 
I had to sacrifice some things that I like doing um, that probably wasn't healthy or good, right. but you know, I had to put that stuff aside and I basically, I had to grow up number one, because I was being, I was a father. Right. I went from being a father one weekend a month to every single day. Right. So it was a, it was a learning curve for me as well. Mm. So I had to, I had to step it up. Right. right. And that took me getting in tune with her, um, getting in tune with my kids. Like it's, it's, man, it's a process. It's a process. And you got to actually be willing to and be able to put yourself aside. And that's something I had to get in my, in my head. Like, yes. it's not all about me. Yes. Right. I have three other people depending on me. Yes. So I got to do what I got. I got to grow up. And. Man, and once I realized that, things just just took off, you yes. know. And and hey, we're good now, man. We're good. Yes. So that's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. And you have a lovely wife. Oh know. man, she get on my nerves. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, she's doing a good job. That's good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Absolutely. Let me tell you something. If she wasn't getting on your nerves, I'd be like, "What the hell's wrong?" <laughs> exactly. 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 But you know, but we 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 don't uh, we don't argue. Very, I mean, yeah, we'll have disagreements. disagreements but mm -hmm. We're not, you know, I hate you throwing shit and stuff like that. Yeah, nah, no, it don't come to that point. I, I can't we'll have our, that. yeah, yeah, we'll have our disagreement. We'll discuss it and we'll keep it moving, right? Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, she, she, I think she's at a point now. I know she's at a point now where she, she knows that when I say XYZ, I'm going to do XYZ, right? I had to earn that from her. I had to earn that yes. back from her, yes. right? And having my daughters here, well, our daughters here, and, and trying to give them that structure as well, um, and making sure that the things that I do as a dom will also apply to them in, in their lives as well. And not try to, you know, I mean, yeah, if, if we didn't have any kids here, then hey, it's all go, right? But we got kids, so we got to pick and choose how we live the lifestyle. But right. we still do it 24-7, seven days a week. But we have to pick and choose as far as when we do X, Y, Z, or when we do playtime, or when we um, have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our conversations now take place at night in the bedroom. Um, and we'll, we'll talk. Um, and if she has some, you know, disagree, not disagreements, but if she has some concerns about um, things in our lifestyle, We'll have that conversation. So um, you just got to find that balance of where you can live the lifestyle, but also you got to find, you got to be able to do things that are going to be beneficial to your kids as well. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of, yeah, you got to find that balance, man. And, and sometimes it's hard. And yes. there are times where I want to do certain things, but I know, Hey, I can't, I can't right now. Right. Um, and when we do get that time alone, we try to take advantage of it. So, yeah, just just gotta find that balance, trust the process, and it'll work out. I think I, I I love this conversation, bro. I really do because it speaks to the sacrifice that that men make, that that healthy men make, and the sacrifice isn't we're perfect. It comes sometimes to a. a it, sometimes it comes to a point where you're about to lose everything and then you realize mm -hmm. what you have to do. Um, but it, it, it's, it's funny because on my page one day, and I write out of my experiences, I write my thoughts. And this one young lady one day said, you know, I like your page, I like the things you say, but you write a lot of fantasy. And I said, what you mean fantasy? She like, And it was this one scenario. I said, I don't know the kind of men that you deal with. I said, but that's who I am. This is what I've done. This is the kind of stuff that I do for a woman. And she's like, yeah, the guys that I've dealt with, none of them's ever done this. And I was like, well, that's yeah, a that's she, a result she, of she your choices. Your own exactly. I was like, but 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 I was like, but in no way should you push that opinion on me or on my page where you're where you're saying like, yeah, that sounds good, but. No way is that real. No, it ain't real for you, because you haven't because right. you haven't met a guy like me or a guy that thinks like me. 
But yes, we're we're out here. And so it's these conversations with men like you that women can be like, damn, it's not just Ink. There's other guys, you know, or Wolf. There's other guys out here who are just like them. But you may not, we don't dress in the suit. Um, right. we're, we're not given the dom look, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and- <laughs> a, a lot of dominant men are regular guys. You know, we're regular guys. Exactly. We work regular, you know, we work. Regular jobs. Regular jobs. Yeah. We can make a whole lot of money, but we might be wearing overalls. You know, it's exactly. just. Exactly. Women just have to understand the language of dominant men. They have to understand. So, like, for example, for this one young lady. If she understood, if she listened to this conversation, if she understood how dominant men think, then she would understand, okay, this dude here that's interested in me, he's saying some stuff like a dominant, but he's not really a dominant. So, for example, um, I listen for what women don't say in conversations. You know, if, if a woman doesn't mention to me, when I was growing up, you're like, women got daddy issues. That was the whole thing in the 20s. And they oh, she got daddy right, issues. Right, right. But now I'm like, you know, I really don't care if you didn't have a dad. Do you have a man in your life that provides you with guidance, with love, mm-hmm. with structure? Is there a man in your life that is important to you? And right. when I and when I don't hear that, that's a that's that's concerning to me. When I walk in the yeah, woman's, it, uh-huh. yeah, it it doesn't have to be your biological father. It right. could be a it could be anybody. A brother, a brother, a grandfather, right? yes, anybody, even a close friend, a best I mean, friend, some, yes, somebody that's giving you that structure as a man, yes, yes, right. So yeah, some someone who's either going to validate the things that a man that comes into your life is saying to you, or someone that's going to say that dude is a is a nut. Don't don't mm-hmm. don't get involved with him, right? Right. And 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 that's the key. And so these conversations are important because our daughters will grow up understanding what who the joker is and who the king is in the right, deck right you know they're going to understand who the king is and who the joker is who the jack mm-hmm. is you know um and more women that are insertive or alpha females if they want successful relationships they need to understand what men want or how, what men need, how men function, the kind of men that really they need. Or just go and get yourself a beta male. That way you can still be the boss and all that. And ain't nothing wrong with that. There's, right, nothing there's, at all. There's men out here that want to be taken care of. I mean, I don't agree oh, with that plenty, kind of stuff, but plenty, plenty of men <laughs> that want to be that want to be taken care of, and they can go have them. But if they want a man that's going to be um, assertive, a, ta- a, a caretaker, uh, a man that can uh, anticipate their needs, then they're going to have to deal with the power exchange. And there's nothing wrong right. with giving up power. Nothing it's not. It's not like the man isn't giving something up. A man is giving up other opportunities to be involved in other stuff, or or just go it alone. If I'm going to invest my time, energy, and money into you then that that means a lot to me because I could just stay by myself and do whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Right. You know, right. and you know, when I when I first got into that, I was say that I was one, thinking say I was, that say that one more time. Yeah, okay, it broke yeah, it, I, it broke I, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I first got into this in this lifestyle and, mm-hmm. and started doing my research and stuff like that. I mean, I was under the conception or the, the the misconception that, you know, I had to be a man with indispensable money and stuff mm-hmm. like that in order to be in this position, right? But it doesn't take that, right? Right? Because it's not about what you have. It's about you as a man, right? right? It doesn't matter if you're a man working at FedEx or if you're a CEO of a company. It does not matter. Right. Because being a true dom comes from the inside. It's not it, you can't go out and buy a submissive. Right. Right. You can't go out and buy a true submissive, a true lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be. It's gotta be something that you have put the time and the and the effort into to doing the research. Right. And knowing how you should carry yourself as a man, not as a rich man, not as a poor man, man as right. a man. Right. Right. So once you get past that 
misconception, the the fifty shades of gray misconception. Right. Um, you know, you can you can do whatever you need to do to get where you want to be in this lifestyle, but right. you got to put in the work. You got to put, put in, in the work. work. Got to put in the work because you can't go out here and just start banging on some some female just because you got a paddle in your hand or a flogger in your hand or something like that. Right. No, you got to put in the work. Right. You got to understand what it is that you're doing, why you're doing it, and what's gonna what the outcome is gonna be, yes. and what you got to do after you do all that, right? Yes, because um, <clears throat> you got to take care of your woman. You gotta got take to take care. Of. So, um, so I was so after care, man, it's crazy. So I'm gonna read to you. I had a guy um, I've been talking to on Instagram. Him and his lady, they been doing anything, and so he's been in the lifestyle for two years, and he was like. Man, I just had no idea that, and he's he's probably in his early fifties. He's like, I had no idea about this lifestyle, but man, since her and I found it, it has just made us so much better. And so, I'm gonna just read a little bit of our conversation. I hope he doesn't mind, but it does. It's not too revealing. She loves it when I give her orders and assignments, where she just has to obey to me and surrender. The feeling of my dominance empowers her feminine energy, makes her feel like the beautiful woman she is. More and more, we implement protocol like wearing sundresses with our paintings with a plug. First thing she does when she comes to my house or when we meet in a restaurant is handing over her paintings because she wants to, (laughs) right? Because she wants to. Never do I ask her where to sit in a restaurant. She just wants to be taken care of by not have to make any choices. And this way, it does not take any effort for me to put in the work. As she appreciated so much, and, and and this is, and this is just what it is. Is people are finding the power dynamic, and they're like, "Oh my God!" It just made it. It once you lay it out and you realize, man, that's what dominant men are. And I and like I was on another podcast, I was saying like, the look. I was on a Curious Girls podcast with Wolf. When you look at this this whole ever since Fifty Shades of Grey is this whole what dominant men look like this whole uh-huh. suit and all that, but the movie The Secretary, which is more true to the oh, lifestyle, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude ain't this overbearing, right. you know, dominant dude. He looked like he he would look like what we would call a passive weak guy, right? Uh-huh. But his right. but his ways is exactly dominant, it's right? the man it's the man itself it's the yeah. man himself. And so domination, and, and and I think a lot of other men are starting to understand that. That, you know what, it ain't about a look. It's about who I am. And I can mm-hmm. wear a suit. I can wear jeans. You know, I can wear shorts. A dominant man is a dominant man, period. And, and, right. and what we see, the perception is so heavy that we have to look through those veils and, and get to the true essence of what it is. And so, exactly. I, and so exactly. I'm just thankful myself to um to have found it and matter of fact as i'm reading our thread he says i really appreciate your podcast so i'm gonna make sure that he gets this one so he can hear me read this i mean it's just it just makes me feel so it just makes me feel good to hear these good stories because i've gotten a lot of oh this guy i thought he was a dime he told me you know all this kind of craziness i love hearing people that get it that want to um live their lifestyle be true to it who want to seek more information so they can be better right. at it. This is where we are, brother. This is yeah, where man. we are. This is, this is it. Where we are. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. This hey, is man. It. Look, I want to thank you, first of all, for just finding my page and just, you know, befriending me, man, and just, you know, us forming a really good friendship. I appreciate oh, you yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, we yeah. share this cigar thing together. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to get you... I have to get you a red sir ink shirt, right? With the white writing. Okay. You gotta get one of those. What what size again? What size? Three X. I'm gonna get you a three yeah. X. Right. And and uh, I got some I got some cigars coming. So I'm gonna keep okay. you informed on that. Yeah, some, do that. Oh, uh, I got some oh, uh, I got some Trinidad's right now. They are okay. absolutely delicious. So when I get um I'm going away this weekend, but when I come back from Columbia and and keep your and keep your Keep your ears open because I'm gonna be sending stuff through the line. Y'all gonna see my my uh, my exploits in Colombia, and uh, but, but when I come back, I'm gonna have a couple more boxes. I'll put together a little pack for you and send it on down. Okay. 
You know how we do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. And and to you, man, it's it's been a pleasure, man. I I know when I first found your page, and I was like, who is this dude, right? And right. I don't know. We just I don't know what it was. We just we just built this relationship, man. And and you know, I'm I'm thankful for you, man. I learned so much from you listening to your podcast, reading your page. So yeah, man. Bless, man. Bless. Thank it's you. all love, man. Thank you. All love. All love. So again, thank you, brother. Um, everyone knows where they can find me. They can find me on Sir Inc. Uh, the experience on Facebook, Sir Inc. On Instagram, they can come to Kingspace.net. It's a community I'm trying to build. Uh, me and Mr. D saw we're going, we're going, we're going to put some things together. Uh, so we're going to, I'm, I'm going to go down and check him out in um, in Georgia. And uh, is there anywhere they can find you at on uh, on social media? Oh yeah, man. Um, Facebook. Um, you know what? I'll just send you my links because it, it's wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my, my, my usernames are crazy. The usernames but, um, are crazy. You know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put your username on uh, on Instagram in the bio there of the go. podcast, so they can find that you there. That yeah, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you, sure. brother. Um, oh yeah, man. I appreciate you yes. too, man. Love, man. Love, Love. man. Peace. Peace. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.